Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm your host, Lisa Turner, a professional bookkeeper, registered bus agent, and your small business cheerleader and mentor. I'm also a wife and mum to two little people. This podcast is for small business owners who want to manage their numbers the right way. It will be short and sweet episodes each week on business and bookkeeping matters in an easy to understand way with real quick tips or changes you can put in place having a huge positive impact at the same time up leveling yourself so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hey there and welcome to episode two. This one is all about probably one of the most talked about sticky topics, GST or goods and services tax. We're in Australia here and it's currently 10%. What a lot of new small business owners find is that can be a little bit confusing, not quite sure when to register, when to charge or when to claim. Because starting a business here in Australia doesn't mean you automatically have to register for this tax. I want to expand firstly a little bit about what this tax is. It's quite literally, as the name says, it's only charged on goods and services. There are some GST-free items. The ATO, or the Australian Tax Office, gets the say on what's GST-free, and at the moment, that is most basic food items, some training and education, and you'll find some medical and healthcare fall into this category of GST-free. But how does GST work then? Well, it's a tax designed to be paid by the person at the end, not the businesses doing the buying and the selling, the end consumer. Breaking it right down with purchases and sales that are business to business, if you're registered for GST, you charge the 10% and you can then also claim any you pay as a deduction of the amount you've collected on sales. If you're not registered for GST yourself, you don't charge any GST and you don't get any credits from any that you've paid. So if you're charged GST by someone that is registered, it's just part of the expense of what you bought. It's no more complicated than that. If you're not registered, you don't charge any and you don't claim any. And lastly, if you're not running a business or what you bought is for personal use, you don't need to do anything with that GST. To add to the fun, there are also things that this tax never applies to, like loans uh, from banks or yourself or your family, because this is just a money movement. No goods or services were involved. It also doesn't apply to things like payroll and stamp duty, donations and private transactions. There is a few other areas where it gets way more complicated like imports and exports and vehicles but we'll save that for another day. And that explains what GST is in a nutshell. It's a completely separate tax to income tax which is based on your income or your profits. One doesn't replace the other. They're two totally different taxes. GST is for goods and services. Some people think that one cancels the other one out but if you need to do both you need to do both. 
The question on everyone's lips. Okay, Lisa, tell me, when should I register my business for GST then? Lean in here or turn the volume up a smidge and listen close because there are lots of myths out there, but making sure you do this the right way really matters. It is when your sales reach $75,000. That's sales, not profit. So your expenses actually don't come into it. If you're in the not-for-profit space, it's $150,000. If you are a taxi or limousine driver or any of those varieties, your income doesn't actually come into it at all and you need to be registered from day dot. But for other businesses, it is sales-based. That's super important to remember that. The ATO has a link to help you work out your GST turnover and more business scenarios to help explain it more if you need, and I'll link that in the show notes for you. The other really key part is that it's based on a rolling 12 months, which means looking back 11 months and forward 11 months. It's not on a financial year or 12 months since you started your business or anything like that. It's a moving goalpost to keep us on our toes. So if you're a new business and you're thinking that you're going to hit that goal, yep, you need to register then and there. You can also, if you'd like to, register voluntarily as in you're nowhere near the threshold and you don't think you'll be there anytime soon, but you'd like to register anyway. There are some pros and cons to this, so do have a chat with your BAS agent or tax agent to see if that is something that would be good for you. There are, unfortunately, a lot of cowboys out there sprouting information that is either not quite right or dead wrong, and it is really something that there's no leeway. You have got to get this spot on. Just tonight, I saw a post on Instagram from a professional saying that it was based on a financial year, and that is so wrong. This person was not a BAS agent registered with the ATO. So please, when looking at financial advice, make sure where you're getting it from is reliable. Please don't Google this stuff. Go straight to the ATO website or chat with your tax or BAS agent. You don't want to get this stuff wrong and be hit with hefty penalties or having to back pay a truckload of GST. Now that you have reached that milestone or you're going to and you've jumped in and registered, celebrate it, my friend. It's a huge milestone that some never reach. Please don't try and limit your sales to avoid having to register. I honestly don't know why anyone would want to limit their income and growth for the sake of 10% GST, but I have seen it with my own eyes. I know myself, I would rather the extra 90% in my sales than none. Not to dive too much into sales, but once you slow something down, it can be really hard to get that momentum going again once you are ready to speed up. So just do it, I say. Now, when you are registering, please have a chat with your bookkeeper or your accountant because there are two methods to register. One is cash and one is accrual and you only need to register for one of them and they'll help you know which one you need to do. Cash method means you report everything to the ATO based on the date on your bank statement. So the date the customer paid you or the date you paid the supplier. It's when the cash moved. 
Accrual means you report based on the date of the invoice, regardless of whether it has been paid or not. And registering for the wrong type can have a huge impact on your cash flow. If you were to register for accrual and have invoices that clients haven't yet paid you for, you'll still have to send the GST to the ATO, even though the client hasn't paid you yet. So that's out of your pocket, so to speak, until they do pay you. But depending on the size of your business and other expense situations as to which one is the best for you. It's a really simple and straightforward process to register online through your business portal or your bookkeeper or accountant can do it for you after you've had that chat. Along with celebrating, you're now charging 10% GST extra on your invoices. So do you need to do a pricing review to just add it on top of your current prices or absorb it temporarily and do a review on your pricing as soon as possible because either way 10% of your sales is now headed to the ATO and you send that to them when you do what's called a quarterly BAS business activity statement which tells them how much your sales were and the GST that you collected less any credits for GST that you've paid on your expenses and we'll have a real close look at your actual BAS another time. If you registered for GST voluntarily, meaning you're not close to any of those thresholds on your sales, you can choose to do your BAS annually instead of quarterly. So once you do register, it's a really great idea to open a savings account if you don't have one already to move the GST to. Then come BAS time, you're not stressed to the max. You will always hear me banging on about bank accounts and this is just one of them so that you know the money is there when you need to pay it. I want to finish off with a couple of hot tips. It really matters how you do these things. So it's got to be done the right way. First one, how to work out the GST amount. I've seen all kinds of fancy sideways calculations on handwritten invoices. If the amount you're looking at includes GST, Divide it by 11 to find out the GST amount. If the amount excludes GST and you want to add GST on, it's times 1.1. And the second tip for you, if you're in e-commerce or you charge shipping at all, don't forget to turn on taxes in your freight or shipping charges because I see a lot of invoices coming in that GST was only calculated on the goods. So unless you're shipping overseas, which is different as I mentioned earlier, that we'd look at imports and exports separately. Now, if you want to learn more about this and have my support, GST is just one of the things that I teach inside my digital course, Power in Numbers. I have a tracker to help you keep track of your sales and when you need to register and help you be in control and confident that you're doing it the right way. You can jump over and either join if the doors are open when you're listening to this or get on the wait list to be the first to know when the next intake is. And that's over at accountedforyou.com.au forward slash pin. Now that you're crystal clear on what the heck GST is and when you register, I have so many other GST topics on the roadmap ahead. So if you liked this episode, 
Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. And I would be super grateful if you left a review on Apple Podcasts so this can reach more small business owners to help them grow. Thanks for joining me and learning how your bookkeeping matters. And I will catch you in the next episode.